Check one, check two, check one, check two. From Love and Radio, you're listening to the Secrets Hotline at 929Secrets. I'm Nick Vanderkolk. Hi, Secrets Hotline. I have a secret. When I was in college, I was hanging out in my dorm about a decade ago, and I was on a site called Chat Roulette. If you're not familiar, it's kind of a randomizer online chat room, video chat. And I was playing guitar and singing, kind of corny, I know, but very innocent, and just kind of going through. And usually you have to wade through a sea of dicks until you find another human to chat with, or in my case, sing to. And I was on there for a little while, and eventually I um, matched with a blonde woman. Um, she was French. She listened to sing for a little while, and then she started we started chatting a little bit and, you know, she's really cute. And she's, I was very attractive and she asked if I wanted to talk on Skype, which I thought was kind of odd. I didn't have Skype, um, but I downloaded it and got her info and um, met her there. And we started chatting for a little while. And of course, you know, she started turning it sexual and she asked if uh, it was okay if she took off her top. I said, yeah, that's fine. Um, and then she said um, that she had a kind of fetish that she was really into seeing guys' assholes, which certainly took me aback. And she asked if I could see if she could see mine. And I said, no, I'm not really comfortable with that. And she pleaded uh, with me. She was very convincing. She had a beautiful French accent. Can I please see your asshole? And so um, my judgment got the better of me and I dropped my pants and I showed the brown eye and I pulled up my pants and I looked at the screen and it went completely black. My heart dropped and then it came back and I um, saw a looped gif video of me looking to the camera and dropping my pants and spreading my cheeks with all of my top Facebook contacts, my mom, my grandmother, my sister, you name it with a message that said, if I do not send $5,000, then they will be sending this video to everyone on my Facebook. And so I flipped and I slammed my computer closed and I threw it across the wall and it broke. (laughs) And yeah, I just um, ignored it. And um, I did some research online and apparently these scams are pretty common. And if you just don't feed into it, then it'll be okay. So either my Nana is really good at keeping the secret to herself or nothing came from it. But um, it was a pretty terrifying experience, pretty funny in hindsight, and I thought you would enjoy. Hi, Secrets Hotline. I'd like to have my voice altered if possible. I am a sex worker. That's not the secret. <laughs> I've been doing various forms of sex work throughout my adult life now. But a few years ago during the pandemic, I was in a semi-monogamous relationship with a man. He knew I did sex work, but what he didn't know was that when times got hard for me financially, I would engage in full service. I always told myself I'd only do it until I was more financially stable, but I never really got there. So my partner found out and 
was obviously horrified. The relationship didn't last too long after that. I broke up with him. It was always very safe, but of course, lying about something like that is morally not okay. But fondly enough, I'm not as ashamed about this secret as I ought to be. I have a lot of sympathy for that version of me who was just trying to survive. My only regret, this is going to sound horrible to some people, but is that I didn't break up with my ex sooner because he was always insecure, to be honest, and he held me back. Truth is, there probably would have been a lot more money if I wasn't having to hide. I'd finally feel free, free to be myself. I'm calling in from the south of England. We're about to go through a slightly terrifying heat wave. My kid is asleep and this has been on my mind for a couple of weeks. So it's not my secret, but I'm calling in to talk to the woman who wishes that her husband, her alcoholic husband, would die. That really struck a nerve with me because quite a while back, I was engaged to my kid's dad and I had the same thought. I grew up in a religious household. Both of our parents are very traditional for very different reasons. And I didn't want to get married. I knew it was wrong. I knew he was the wrong fit for me, but I thought it would be okay. And within six months of us being married, he was having an emotional affair with somebody in his office. It was awful. It was really awful. He stayed out all night. I had a car accident. Big one, he didn't even come. He went away for the weekend. He was just angry that I crashed the car. And I was seven months pregnant with our second kid, so yeah, a real catch there. The marriage was toxic. I ended up having an emotional affair myself, and that precipitated the end of everything. One of the reasons that I stayed after I found out about his affair, and one of the reasons I didn't kick him out, although, God, I was fantasize about changing the box. One reason was because I thought his parents would be really ashamed of him. Excellent decision-making process that. And another was because I didn't think I could be a single parent. I just didn't think I could do it alone. But now, five years since we broke up, I am a better parent. I'm not amazing, obviously, but I'm a much better parent than I was because I'm not constantly pouring all my energy into somebody who, in, in my case, my ex-husband probably has undiagnosed depression. So I'm not always trying to help him and coach him along and try to help him. And what, you know, I'm not putting up with his shitty behaviour. All that time that I was spent trying to help him, trying to nurture him, trying to whatever... That energy is now there for my kids, it's now there for me, it's there for my friends, it's there for my own creativity. Your life is for you and for your kids as well. I just want to say for me who's been in a similar situation, you're allowed to put yourself first and your kids first. You really, really are allowed, I hope, that things get better for you. Take care, look after yourself. And I hope things get better.
I have the best father ever. And that's my secret. I'm, I've spent a lot of time thinking about why my dad is so great. And so if you want in your child's future for them to be a successful and happy adult who's calling a podcast on a Friday night to brag about you, try this. My dad did all the stuff that you would hope a dad would do. He was supportive and loving and all that stuff. Of course he was. But most importantly, he he demonstrated to me that you can make mistakes, that you can fail at things, that you can apologize, that you can atone, that you can try to do better, and that that's not a reflection of your character. I see so many people struggle with that, that just like the stress of accepting responsibility and the fear and the shame that's wrapped up in it. But like, oh, my dad just showed me. He demonstrated he was imperfect. He was a perfect dad by showing me that he was a human and that all humans are flawed and that's not a value of a person. There's one other thing I want to say. I was just listening to the episode with the person who called wanting the big red button that they just want to push, or if they had it, they would push it. I just want to say, as somebody who's literally calling to say that they're very satisfied with their life and love their father as a middle-aged woman, I would push that button too. I totally get that impulse. I think that's a reasonable impulse. And so for you, I want to share an extra secret, which is one of my driving life philosophies. And that is, if nothing we do matters, then the only thing that matters is what we do. Remember that. Love the shit out of your cat. You're going to be fine. So it's not really a secret, but I just wanted to share. I've heard people talk about suicide on this podcast and, you know, you you talk about it in the, the voicemail greeting here. But several years ago, I did a, what's called a heroic dose of mushrooms. It was over five grams. It's about six grams of mushrooms. It was just a massive amount of mushrooms and a tea, which is like extra strong. By myself, it was the worst trip you could ever imagine. And after that and during that as well, for like weeks, I was so suicidal. And I just wanted kind of as a, as a PSA, okay, like, yeah, the suicide hotline is there, but TBH, sometimes they're fucking awful. They make it worse, which maybe they don't make it worse. Like they just piss me off, which is better to be pissed off than like distracted by the demons in my head that were telling me to kill myself. Because like, I remember one of them answering the phone, like it's your fucking job to help people who are suicidal. And they're like, suicide hotline, can I help you? And I'm like, no, you fucking can't. Like no one can help me. Like, fuck you. And just hang up the phone. <laughs> like, like, don't ask a depressed person, can I help you? Like, no, what the fuck? What kind of way is that to answer the phone? Like, even if you're a fucking Amazon worker, that's like the shittiest way to answer the phone ever, let alone like on a suicide hotline. Oh my God. So rather than calling the suicide hotline, I would never tell, like that is not fucking helpful. Okay. Like I a hundred percent, I'm not saying anything against, like, it's great that you offer this here. I know we have to do that when we have like a public platform, but Mr. Rogers, man, Mr. Rogers, it's free on YouTube. That shit got me the fuck through two weeks of how I literally felt possessed by demons after this mushroom trip. 
and I get my hackles up because people talk about like, oh, mushrooms, like they're going to help people with depression. Like research is shown, like everybody just needs to do mushrooms. Like get off your antidepressants and like just do psilocybin. Fuck you. Like, no, 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 that is not fucking shit to play around with. I don't give a fuck that it's natural. But Mr. Rogers, man, he just loves you. Like he looks into the camera and you're like, I just, I would just watch Mr. Rogers and just cry because he just loves you. And like when you're depressed as fuck, that's all you need is somebody to love you, you know, just love you. So yeah, there you have it. Thanks, buddy. That's it for the standard edition of the Secrets Hotline for now. Before I play the bonus secrets for subscribers, I wanted to share some good news. I've been poking around with AI voice alteration services recently, and actually one of the calls in this episode was voiced by an AI. Anyway, I guess this shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone who's been paying attention to the news in the last couple of years, but the technology has gotten scary good, so much so that I'm happy to say I can now offer a fully 100% anonymous service with complete voice alteration. So if you've always wanted to call in but were afraid your voice might be recognized, now's your chance. The only thing is, is it doesn't work so great with phone quality audio. So if you want complete AI voice masking, you'll have to leave a message on our website, secretshotline.org. Make sure that you remind me that you want your voice changed when you do that as well. Um, of course, you can also call the phone hotline at 929-SECRETS. I'm just more limited in what I can do to alter your voice if you decide to go that route. Of course, as always, if you change your mind for whatever reason, you can call back within 24 hours and I won't publish your call. And if you can, find a quiet place to record and don't use a speakerphone or hands-free device because the quality of the call is much better when you don't. This episode featured the music of Jimmy Bean, Matthias Grubel, Neuro No Neuro, Kine, and Monty Adkins. I have links for you in the show notes. Our end theme is by Stephen Jackson. The Secrets Hotline is a labor of love and radio and made possible thanks to our supporters on Patreon. Thank you. If you want to help keep the show going, and get access to special ad-free extended episodes with extra secrets, you can become a member too at loveandradio.org member, or if you use Apple Podcasts, just subscribe right in the app. I'm Nicholas Sardine, Punch Punch Vanderkolk. Thank you for listening.